Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 105, episode 3 of Dirt Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeart Radio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say, officially off the top, fuck Coke Industries fuck and fuck Fox News. Fuck it's Wednesday, October 23rd, 2019. My name is Jack O'Brien, aka Cool Hand Jack, and I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co host, Mr. Miles Gray! Anna told me not to, I did anyway. Miles is blazing. Jack said don't, but I said I'm gonna. Miles is blazing. High on the good shit, sipping on the fifth, getting y'all mad and acting like a dick. Jack had a dick, cause I ate all his crazies. <laughs> what a bad little podcast host, Miles of Gray is. <clears throat> wow. Hell yes. Hell have no fury. Off the second AK album from Christy Yamaguchi May at Crispy Meme Donut. Damn. I mean, goddamn, maybe Lee and Uncle Baby Billy. All Straight the way from Colorado. Colorado. With the power of the silver <laughs> bullet. Who wants to suck uh, on an old man's dick? <laughs> that, that part is so. Wally Goggins. If you aren't, do if they you give, haven't seen uh, Righteous Jones. Do they give films. Oscars for HBO shows? They should. I would, he should get an Oscar for Uncle Baby Billy. I, I have made that argument before that they should just, like some of these shows that are limited run, uh, basically, you know, seven hour long movies should be up for awards. Yeah, just stitch it all together. Make yeah. it an epic, whatever. What they do, nine episodes? Fine, whatever. Hell yeah. I got time. Well, we're thrilled to be joined in our third seat by the hilarious comedian Blair Saki. <laughs> What's up to my pals? <laughs> What's up, Bri? <laughs> nice. It's great to be back. Sick jacket you got on. What's oh, thank you. What, what do you call that? What's that? What's that cut of that jacket called? Damn, I don't know. It's maybe like a muted leopard or something. <laughs> muted leopard. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a muted leopard. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But like mixed with like a little tractor mm-hmm. driver. It's yeah. definitely got like yeah, like you working on a farm. Like could be a Carhartt, uh, New Jersey collab. Yeah. With the leopard print. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Shit. Anyway, I'm feeling well, it. dope. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Everybody check out our Instagram to get a look at it. Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll just take a singular photo <laughs> of the jacket by itself. Not even we don't modeled. need your face, bitch. <laughs> 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 uh, all right, Blair, we're going to get to know you a little bit better oh, in a please. moment. First, we're going to tell our listeners a couple of things we're talking about. Uh, we're going to talk about the latest Star Wars trailer, the final Star final Wars trailer. trailer. The they, final trailer for the final Star Wars. They already started talking. Uh, they already started selling tickets. Pre-sale doing to the movie. Good. Um, is it good? Yeah. I'm glad they're doing good. Those <laughs> those they need scrappy money. upstarts at Disney. They <laughs> definitely need it. Uh, we are going to check in with the impeachment inquiry. Mm. Uh, Bill Taylor uh, may have dropped a, a pretty heavy dime yeah. on on the president. Uh, we're going to check in with what how the president's just keeping his calm. Uh, during the course of this inquiry, uh, we are going to look at what the polls are saying about the inquiry and do a 2020 election check-in. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also going to look at some robbery trends Yeah, uh, as seasonality of Robin, uh, a candle that seems to have been uh, designed specifically for me, and uh, a unconventional Haunted house, hmm. uh, all of that, and plenty more. But first, Blair, we like to ask our guests, what is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? Oh, uh, my last Google search was Jordan McGraw. 
um, because I was at the Jonas Brothers la- uh, concert last night, um, and I was like, who the fuck is this guy? And it turns out it's Dr. Phil's son. Um, anyways, it was illuminating to say the least. He seems he like he's been through a lot. No, he was opening. What? He's an artist? Yeah, he's a pop singer. Wow. One of his songs was like, one of his songs was basically like, flexible. Like yoga and Pilates. That was like his song. <laughs> and I was like, what? I don't Flexible, know. I don't even like remember. Like I don't oh, know yeah. how it goes, but I just remember it. And I was like, oh my god, this poor fucking cornball. But there he was, you know, opening for the Jonas Brothers. Yeah. So What a journey for him. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Also, too. I mean, for, to really just with his own talent get there. Right. With no help of right. his father. It's by any probably mean. unrelated. Right. Oh, so. totally. Yeah. But it is, in fact, Dr. Phil, and we use doctor with air quotes, Phil right. McGraw's son. Is Dr. Phil problematic? I don't know. I don't know. Everyone's fucking canceled these days. I yeah. was going to say, I feel bad for Oprah because she always tries to like, endorse these people and then they all turn out to be like wacko. Well, yeah. not like when like fucking uh, Dr. No. Oz is like, your vagina is like a self-cleaning oven. Right. And Wait, like, isn't that true? Yeah, well, but totally. it was like used in a very like dismissive like sense when it was about like oh, right. health. Like, don't like, worry about your self vagina. <laughs> it's me, Doctor Oz. Yeah. Anyway, your vagina's got its own back. Put don't it on. About- put it on self clean. Okay, right. I'm not wearing a condom. Just throw it on self clean. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about, Doctor oh, Oz? Here to ball. Many yeah. theories about the self cleaning of it. <laughs> <laughs> but I also like it, when you first said that Jordan McGraw. I thought it was the wildest collab between Michael Jordan and Tim McGraw. Right. Yeah. Oh, like, really? Are they like doing some like Those are just tequila? two famous sounding names. Together. That'd be way yeah. cooler, yeah. 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 And also yeah, a lot of people pointed out to us that Michael Jordan did a great thing with his health clinics that he's opened up in North Carolina for really? people. Yeah. yeah. Like, he which said was, he unfucked them kids. Yeah, he wow. was like, help them kids. Yeah. <laughs> I never saw that coming from his Hall of Fame speech. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, and it was weird. Like, they oh, and he's still see- petty as fuck. <laughs> well, did you see, because there's like that documentary coming about the 98 Bulls season. That oh, was like 500 hours of unseen footage. Oh, no, and I haven't seen it. Deranged. He, he was a little bit like, uh, I'm curious to see how people see. You know, it was a different time for me. Right. Like, he was almost being like, uh, look, man, I didn't get here because I'm some nice dude. I am mentally ill. Yeah, maybe I know this about me. I ripped out Dennis Rodman's face piercings. Oh, right. my God. When I saw that Hall of Fame speech, I was truly mystified. I was like, I would love to, like, not care about how people see me at all. Right. Just be like, Haha, yeah, I rule. Fuck this person. Fuck this person. <laughs> right. And fuck this person from 30 years yeah, ago. I right. still remember, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. How did taste? Didn't he bring out? like the dude who was who made the team in his place in high school or something like that or invited oh them at Laney High School I think maybe that that wow. might just be uh, that would be some, I'll have to look that up I also like he did recently just say uh, that Steph hasn't uh, he's, not, made, a hall of he's not a Hall of Famer yet true He's not in the Hall of Fame. By right, all, that's true. By the definition of it. Right. Yes. Is he going to be in the Hall of Fame? It was Absolutely. funny because he was like kind of acknowledging how petty he was. He's like, yeah, he's not a Hall yeah. of Famer. And yeah. the other guy was like, oh, MJ, you're wild. And then he was like, ha, ha, ha. Nobody really is. Yeah. He's like, now, now drink my shitty tequila. Right, right. Uh, Cheers. The, the other thing he said in that, because you're talking about when he was talking to um, Homeboy from MSNBC, right? Yeah. And then how he was like, <laughs> he's afraid to pick up a basketball. Basketball, 
Cause you know my competitiveness might come out. Oh and I my like god! To do that. I'm like, is this like the it's fucking, like a gun? Yeah, like the ring right. of oh power god. from Lord of the Jesus Rings. Jesus Christ! I mean, when you think about it, like it might be like the better for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, like I mean, he was he had superhuman abilities with that, and that happened to overlap with the most competitive human that has ever been birthed onto this planet. Right. So somehow this yeah. leather sphere makes me a <laughs> right. unforgiving, just winner takes all it's like that orb monster. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I mean, if you think about it, the fuck them kids moment came out with a basketball in his hands. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, maybe he's like it. in recovery. For yeah, basketball. he was like competitive, competitiveness, yeah. hyper competitive recovery. His sponsors like, like, like Michael, what don't we say even, about picking the ball up. They're like, don't even ball up a piece of garbage and shoot it. Are you fucking serious, Michael? We were working on this. Anyways, we clearly wanted to talk about Michael Jordan because you were talking about Jordan McGraw, Dr. Phil's son. It's fine. I already forgot who Jordan McGraw is. I also just want- He's flexible. I just like- Yeah. That well, he's a pop star though. Like yeah, he's doing, yeah, he's a pop star. He looks a little too old to be. That's what I said. And look, there's nothing wrong with being oh old. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, you're. T- that's right. That's there's true. nothing fucking wrong, wrong with being old. You listen, I you mean, heard it here first, bitch. Okay. But while I <laughs> was wa- <laughs> while I was a- watching Jordan McGraw, it was like. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, <laughs> All right, now, I hope he's not pulling for yo, a teen my, audience. My man is my man is 33 years old. And, and he's, he's trying this... to be a boy band star. I mean, look at his whole vibe. He's kind of doing I, like I kind of wanted to keep it. Yeah. All right. Mike Posner kind of. It's not as bad as I was expecting. I was expecting like Dr. Phil's head on top oh, of like shit. a Backstreet Boys body. It was his birthday yesterday. Too. Yeah. He, Did he no, say that? Oh, uh, he said it. And also the Jonas <laughs> Brothers came and Priyanka um, came out and gave him a cake. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Was there like, like a make-a-wish type situation <laughs> where they're like, you can open for us today Oh, my today God, on your Jack, birthday? you're going in, dude. <laughs> no, um, he was like, and I just want to say out to the crowd, Hollywood Bowl, it's my birthday. <laughs> That's how he talked. Oh, <laughs> uh, hell yeah, man. Oh, fuck. No, yeah. That dude rules. Yeah. Uh, dude, at 15, he formed his first band, The Upside, in 2005. Right, because yeah. I mean, his dad is all about like finding the upside in situations, and that's kind of his whole vibe. Dude, his tattoos are fucking chill, bruh. <laughs> no, that's what I said. I was like, he's really tatted up. I know he's been through a lot. You I can see this see like it. like weird Alice in Wonderland theme he's got going on his left arm, and then yeah. he's got like a right. kitten with a katana. Yeah, you guys don't have to Google image search this dude. Just imagine. Dr. Phil's head on a backstreet Also, board. look, what's the most hardcore? A skull with Disney Mickey Mouse ears. He's like, I'm hand. hard, but I'm soft. He's like, that's right. on my fretting hand, I'm too. A fucking contradiction. Yeah. He's like, when uh, I'm playing I'm my guitar. I'm kind of flexible, like Pilates. Like, <laughs> I can be either a skull or Mickey Mouse. <laughs> uh, what is something you think is underrated, Blair? Blue cheese. Blue cheese is fucking good. I want to eat it till I choke on it and die. Hell yeah. Did you talk about this last time? No, I didn't. Who yeah, else? I didn't talk about this. Oh, man, because I feel every time I, someone else came in with that same thing, and I love that. Oh, Because really? I think fucking blue cheese is the greatest fucking thing. This fucking stinky, stink me up. Oh, my God, I love it. Or, like, I really wanted to dive in, like, on a spicy wing, and then you're like, oh, what's my saving grace? I need God, I need God. And then you go into the blue, blue right. cheese. Inc- oh, incredible. You get an actual chunk of blue oh my cheese God. on the wing. Oh, my Not God. That, but some of these places, they're fucking perpetrating, and they're violating with their, quote-unquote, blue cheese. It's and just it's like, ranch. It's like infusing the flavor. I'm like, where is the fucking blue cheese in here? I need a here? chunk. That's why, yo, if you really want to go next level that roquefort 
Oh my yeah. god! You I can barely talk about this. My mouth is like a tidal wave right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're just spitting a lot, <laughs> Brett. <laughs> Miles, please. Um, yeah, shout out to Blue Cheese. Shout what is something wings. you think is overrated? Oh, when um, Jennifer Lawrence played um, all those forty-year-old women five years ago. Um, <laughs> yeah. but look it's nothing against her like she obviously is an incredible actress in the way that she was able and capable to mimic and find the nuance of people twice her age right um but yeah right. that was pretty wild they're like we can't find any actresses out there are there any um, other actresses to play the 40 or 45 year old so <laughs> right. we had to go to jennifer we had to go straight to jennifer yeah and they gave <gasps> yeah. her a funny wig and yeah, yeah. Like, a little bit of crow's feet makeup yeah there yeah, yeah and they're like pretend like you're exasperated mother of three <laughs> <laughs> right, right, she's I like i'm it. 23 years old and i just like ate in and out in my oscars dress and slipped on the ground yo <laughs> i'm right. like that's how little i give a fuck man <laughs> didn't she just get married she did and honestly to someone with like the most like weird or very cook maroney cook maroney cook maloney but she's so that? hot and talented so it's not a knock against her she is an incredible actress and i wish her a lot of success and happiness and i feel that she is pursuing that well fantastic i'm glad you cleared that up yeah okay. because yeah you were kicked out of one of her parties I remember, <laughs> right? yeah. is this trying to paper things over no but i was just even thinking that just like when i was just talking jordan whatever his name i was like god if the jonas brothers heard this i would feel bad yeah <laughs> The Jonas Brothers heard it. They're How like, were the Jonas Brothers, by the way? Oh my God! Incredible. They got. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> so sincere. I went with my mother. We had yeah. the best time. Hollywood Bowl. I've never been to the Hollywood Bowl, but boy, those three men—they can really shake it. They can really sing. They got a lot of hits. Yeah. Mm. No, yeah. that that is for certain. Are you? I don't know a single song. Are you song Jonas? <laughs> Brood, what are, what are the fans called? I'm not really sure. I'm bros, not. I'm bros. not deep in the Jonas fandom. Right. So how did you end up being the like? Jonas'd. Yeah, we'll go to this show. I just knew it would be a good show. I know those men can perform, and yeah. um, I mean Nick, very hot. Right. Who's yeah. the one that like is the one that they just all steal on? What do you mean? Like to who's not the hot? Like they, oh, the Kevin, third. he's oh, the oldest Kevin. one. But There's he's smartly, one named Kevin. He yeah. smartly got married when he was like twenty because right. he kind of knew what it was gonna be, and he popped out kids, and I think he's very happy and still married. And great. they seemed they seemed like they were like really having a great time because they kept well, saying a I know couple the years two. ago, a couple years ago, we thought, what if we should do this again? <laughs> and then we were like. Would anyone care? And they kept saying that, and then the crowd would like lose their fucking mind. <laughs> like, oh, good. So you guys do care, <laughs> right? Great, because for a while we thought nobody cared. <laughs> <That> was- <laughs> Uh, all right, I'm gonna exactly go jack off backstage now. I got my fill. <laughs> that was literally what it was like. And then at one point, the whole crowd started chanting Kevin, like they wanted to know, like they wanted to, right. him to know that have they loved, were still behind like, him, even right. though he didn't maybe have the same face. Sure. Right. Yeah. He doesn't have the, the same face as he used to, or he does no, his brothers. He, as his brothers, he's yeah. not as. I mean, weren't looking. they all about like abstinence? He good, so though. really, wasn't he just hacking the matrix, being like, "I'm trying to fuck," so. If I got to marry them, let's yeah. do this shit. Right. But now they all fuck. They did shots they of fuck. tequila on stage. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's official. The Jonas Brothers, fuck. That is really like funny. Them. Like, as somebody who's only vaguely familiar with the Jonas Brothers, I 
knew that two of their names were Nick and Joe and assumed that like the other, there was a third one whose name I also knew, but Kevin, yeah. you thought not even like Trey. close. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, like, I, not I will even confess I forgot his name until at the concert. Yeah. I'm not kidding. But uh, I don't want to be mean because I, you know what I thought, another thought I had, I said, Kevin looks good. There you yeah. go. There you He's go, like, Kev. He actually seems like really together, measured. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's what I'm like. Do you think have. after they got off stage, they were like, hey, Kev, I, I heard somebody say you looked good. Like, yeah. shout it out. Dude, like, you, nah, you guys are yeah. fucking around. No, no for real. I'm, de- I'm Shut dead. Shut the serious, fuck up, man. Nick. I look like shit, man. Joe, tell him I'm serious. No, dude, Kevin, you look great. Fuck you, dude. I'm a nasty old fuck. You got your hot fucking wife and you, and I'm, I'm fucking Kevin. Fuck. Kevin. Just starts tearing up the dressing I'm a room. Nasty old Kevin. Piece of shit. Disgusting. Fuck bag, old decrepit monkey skeleton, <laughs> rotting fucking mummy, opened up tomb. Fuck. <laughs> no, Kev. <laughs> Kevin, I just want the record to state has a really hot wife. Oh, I'm sure. Great. He did find her in whatever Jersey County a, they grew up in, but she is really gorgeous. At a certain point, was Kevin the hottest? No. Oh wow. Oh, you couldn't even. You couldn't even articulate it. She just shook oh, her head. God. Like, nah. That's like a parent like coming to grips. Like, and is your son good at baseball? I'm like, no. Right. We're not gonna tell him. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I don't like calling Wait. people. I don't okay. like talking meanly about people. Okay. Sorry, no, no, no. I don't mean to say that. Did in the, in the lustometer for Jonas Brothers right. was he ever at was he ever breaking records was the mercury no, ever there's a, a oh. frantic head shake dude you look like, <laughs> like you're his lawyer or something you're like I, I should not be actually speaking about this was there wasn't there a point when they actually- were famous when he was like the only one who would be legal for <laughs> a woman to date but his fans all their fans are younger than that oh, right? okay look attractiveness can be um, cultivated by a whole number of things Fanta- so, I love that yeah. take yeah. but let's be real he's the nasty old one right who no one wanted to fuck i don't agree i don't see i don't see beauty so kevin, don't Thank kevin you. don't listen to miles kevin don't listen to me. i'm disgusting yeah. i'm too vain and fuck me anyway uh what is a myth Blair? oh um the, my myth i was thinking about is if you were popular in high school that you never felt pain and i'm here to tell you i do feel pain <laughs> <laughs> i have felt pain before and you were and it was popping in high school for you I just want everyone to know is things aren't always what they seem. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. yeah. People yeah. just assume, you know, were <laughs> yeah. you, you're playing varsity volleyball, I'm assuming. Were you the star yeah, volleyball player? I, you know, I was. Because you did end up going to a D1 <laughs> yeah. program at UCLA, yes. shout out Bruins. Yes. Uh, and where you were just that that DS, that libero, that defensive Look, specialist. They're like, yo, she's digging it out like a minor. Right? I was a minor, but I was. <laughs> <laughs> digging it out like I a minor. I was a minor. <laughs> a minor, but also digging like an M-I-N-E-R. But I was an outside hitter at the time. So it was a, oh, you're it was a Hulk smash. Oh, because yeah. then you got to college right. and oh you're like, God. you're little. My vertical was out of the fucking gym. It was sick. It was sad. What are we it talking, 42 inches? <laughs> sick, sad, and <laughs> fucked. <laughs> <laughs> right up. What that high school did you go like to? A description of a Santa porn Margarita. video. <laughs> Santa Margarita High School volleyball player Blair Saki's vertical is sick, sad, and fucked. Oh, God. <laughs> She'll be, she committed to UCLA. <laughs> but it was popular for you. The local news <laughs> broadcast. They're like, what the fuck is this? Uh, and on to football. <laughs> this kid's got hands that would make a mother fucking shit. 
All right. Like, we got to talk about your articles, oh. Phil. Oh, dear. Whoa. All right. Uh, uh, but well, anyway, just shout out to you. Bottom line, you did feel pain. girl. <laughs> Thank you. I you like that. But you weren't like just your standard uh, popular pretty blonde girl. You were pretty blonde girl who was popular because she was like the best athlete in the school. I mean, I don't know if that's why. I also have a lot of charisma and I like to read novels. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's wow. true. <laughs> yeah. So in your mind, I like to explore this. What do you what do you attribute your poppingness, your poppington to? I'm really nice to people also and I never criticize people's looks. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah. You just laugh Except nervously Kevin. when asked yeah. for an opinion. Blair, does this look bad? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> were you prom queen? I wasn't prom queen. Uh, were you homecoming queen? No, I was nominated though. Yo, I oh, lost homecoming shit. king by one vote. I'm telling you, it was rigged because the deans knew I was selling weed. Uh, really? I'm gonna say that right now. Yeah. Damn. I hope these deans listen. I hope the Jonas Brothers do not listen. Yeah. yeah. I saw one of the deans, one of my the dean of women from my high school at a restaurant. You had separate ass deans for jo- yeah for women and well because I think because they wanted to like reprimand students like they didn't want a man yelling at like younger girls yeah. so they wanted like an evil person like right. another woman to be like let me tell you why you're dressed all fucked up. Did you right. get in trouble in high school? Lot? Yeah. Like well, what? Uh, mostly for being disruptive. Like yeah. one time I got kicked out of class for farting too much. <laughs> like what? at the best, like I was punctuating my teacher's like lecture with farts. And then at a certain point I would be like, dude, Mr. Hernandez, I can't fucking hold it in. And right. he's like, God. he's like, go to the D's office now. And I'm like, dude, Mr. Hernandez. And I would get up and I was like, fine. He's like, I'm going to wait outside because I think it's going to subside. And I'm walking up and he starts going back. And I had to go. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, shit like that. They didn't the real shit. I was I was on my grizzly. Wait, yeah. you fart on command? No, no, no. But at certain times, you know, like right. I just when ate it was something. Just it was it was on and popping. One time I got sent to <laughs> That's the, how you were popping. That's how I was popping school. with my farting. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. One time I got sent to the principal's office for toxic masculinity. Did you really? Because what you were like emasculating a dude? <laughs> I asked my physics teacher. If he was on his period. Damn. Oh, wow. I know. I can't believe something so horrific came out yeah. of my mouth, but it was a different time. Right. And they're like, what happened to that Blair Saki? <laughs> <laughs> Face down in a gutter somewhere. No, she's actually a comedian. Doing pretty well. Huh. All right. Let's talk about Star Wars, guys. Oh, yeah. And I, I the first thing I asked Blair when she got here, I'm like, yo, did you see the new Star Wars thing or do you not care? What did you say? <laughs> I haven't seen the last nine. I'm like, there have only been nine fam. <laughs> <laughs> or something to that effect. I, I saw so. one in high school because uh, apparently there's some sort of Christian allegory involved. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Haven't seen it since. I do love the music at the Disneyland, right? Oh, great. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's I bet one that thing. music is probably the music in the movie. So, yeah. yeah. So, in that sense, okay, we found some <laughs> common ground. But the last trailer. For Star Wars came out uh, on Tuesday for the ninth film. Yeah, Rise of Skywalker. Episode nine, Rise of Skywalker. It's uh, of my first thoughts. I just hope C three PO is not. It looks like he's gonna die. Yeah. Or how, how can a robot die? Like but one last be turned off. Look, has he not died in all the other ones? No, he's a robot. I mean, he's been like blown into pieces and had to be put back together right. again, like Humpty yeah. Dumpty type shit. But yeah, and they like, do specifically make these robots so they can experience pain. Right. And yeah. he's like, I feel my wires being <laughs> yeah. torn. No, but it's, I, I, it looks like it's going to be a fitting end. I don't know. I yeah. like them. They're cute. Yeah. The robots. In the trailer, can I ask the, mm-hmm. um, is Luke Skywalker a girl? Yes. No, uh, In this sure. version. Yes. 100%. That is Luke Skywalker. Ray 
is the character who fills the Luke Skywalker right. role. Role. Wow, and my context clues are off the charts. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look at you. I mean, the real big thing too is that right after the trailer came out, they had uh, the pre-sale tickets went on sale like actually a few hours before. And we were talking about how like, I thought it was absurd to begin selling pre-sale tickets because it comes out December 20th, right. like a full two months before. Uh, they blew out the like single, like one first hour ticket sales record for pre-sales uh with the, the previous record holder was um Avengers Endgame they did they did it by a uh 45% more wow. margin wow. Well, I don't know how to say that correctly but yeah they yeah. 45% they beat more. it by 45% yeah. I feel those fan bases probably overlap quite a bit right I'm I'm sure to a certain extent and I wonder how many other people like it's time for Star Wars like full on Star Wars fans would be like we got to show these Avengers <laughs> no I definitely good. think that is generational a thing. that is real too. now yeah people are like we they feel like they're voting like this is like part of their identity they like when Avengers Scorsese was is first like, in line yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> Scorsese is now first. this is cinema <laughs> when uh when Avengers like came back out and people were on online being like yo we got to go see it again so that it can pass the record for like biggest movie of all time yeah it's like who do you think you're helping and for? that yeah. will bring my dad back <laughs> <laughs> no it won't sir um but yeah the last the past record holders for for through adam tickets in terms of pre-sales um number one star wars rise of, rise of skywalker avengers endgame is number two avengers infinity war number three Star Wars: The Last Jedi, number four, and Star Wars: Rogue One, number yeah. five. So a lot of so, variety there. I mean, look, yeah. Disney is really struggling, y'all. I know. You guys go out and support your local Disney. Uh, yeah, go out and fucking kick Bob Iger <laughs> in his dick with his sixty-six million dollars a year pay yeah. package. But income inequality uh, is something he we did need to say watch that. So for. in that way, right. woke. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. He was yeah, at making a, he's like, are you other guys? Fair yeah. You other guys like, should yeah. think about this. Yeah. Well, I think he meant uh, income inequality between him and like Bill Gates and Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. He's like, that's he's like, you see what they're making. Too big of a gap there. And he's like, you... so I hear people who are struggling with their bills. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> uh, all right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back, and it's time to check in with the impeachment inquiry started by the whistleblower. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, so Bill Taylor, uh, the, yeah. the man who described Trump's quid pro quo over uh, Ukrainian military aid as crazy, mm-hmm. uh, ableist, but ableist, uh, you know he was he was in. In his feelings at that point, uh, but he, he in his feelings, the, I think, just had looked at what was happening and said, this is all kinds of fucked up. <laughs> yes. Uh, so he was very worried in those text messages. He was the guy who seemed to be taken aback in the text messages. Yeah, could not believe that somehow there w- this was actually happening, where it's like, we're going to blackmail you with your right. military aid to give us some Biden dirt. So last week we got the guy who was like, I think you misunderstand what the president says, Mm -hmm. which we found out was dictated to him, that statement by the president. Uh, Last week he testified and uh, earlier yesterday, uh, Bill Taylor uh, testified and we have a quote of one of the people who was there for the testimony. Yeah, Representative Andy Levin. Uh, because again, all of these, um, all this testimony has been happening behind closed doors, which is good because it allows the Democrats to like 
keep all this information sealed and the White House has usually just been rebutting anything that comes out immediately. So to keep it cooking, simmering without them knowing is causing a little nerves, especially because Bill Taylor as the ambassador to Ukraine, like he saw a lot. Like he right. knew he knows a lot and who knows what he fully knows, which is probably why the president was well up. But yeah. So we don't a lot of people we've seen their opening uh, statement be pu made public because it was like pre written and they've disseminated that to the public. But with Bill Taylor, we don't know anything. But the one thing we do know as of right now from his testimony is this reaction from a congressperson leaving his testimony. All I have to say is that in my 10 short months in Congress, it's not even noon, right? And this is the my most disturbing day in Congress so far. All right, drama. Yeah. Damn. All right, Johnny drama. <laughs> Johnny drama. Jeez, you're just hating because your brother's doing better than you as a right. Uh Yeah, I look, I believe it. I believe there's some, I'm sure there's a lot more being illuminated, but I think it's probably just further underlining just how blatant this whole scheme was, I'd imagine. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, we will only, I mean, again, just like in the Mueller report, we just don't know right we, now. Right. We just don't know what yeah. they're being told. Yeah. So, I mean, that guy could have been exaggerating. Uh, yeah. Tr and Trump seems to be handling it all, taking it in stride. Oh, yeah. Uh, he had an interesting tweet earlier uh, around the time that uh, Taylor was testifying. Yeah, this morning. Yeah. Threw a little racial smoke bomb down saying, so someday if a <laughs> Democrat. Morning. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, yesterday. So someday if a Democrat becomes president and the Republicans win the House, even by a tiny margin, they can impeach the president without due process or fairness or any legal rights. All Republicans must remember what they're witnessing here, a lynching, but we will win. Oh, beautiful choice of words. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I what mean, is wrong with him? Jesus Christ. I mean, I think this is, again, this is part of his strategy. Yes. There's so much attention on Bill Taylor's testimony. He has to do a, hey, look over here. Let me completely watch this misappropriation of this term lynching. I don't You think he's that smart. Do you? Well, it's. I think it's reflexive. I think that's just the yeah. way he talks. Well, I think it is, right? And I think what he realizes is that when he just goes, Wah, then yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it tends to take right. the air out. And I don't know if he's going, and now I will do my tweet where I will offend people with my lack of knowledge of the nuance of, not not even nuance around the word lynching, but just do something completely inflammatory. But isn't his, his perspective with this entire Ukraine thing like, yeah, I did it. There's nothing wrong. Yeah, right. like, yeah it's like, so it. what's the problem? Yeah, Why are we yeah, doing yeah. this? I did it. What the fuck? Why are you yeah. tripping? I'm not lying about it. Yeah. Because again, his strategy seems to be, well, I'm being transparent with my corruption. Yeah, he's right. like- so, get over it, which oh is exactly God. what Mick Mulvaney said was basically like, get over yeah. it, guys. And again, I just, you know, a lot of people, have, obviously, we have to talk about how just fucked up it is to even compare this like constitutionally uh, bound process to a fucking hate crime. Yeah. yeah. Um, where, you know, it, it's just really dark because that term is just so entrenched with America's dark, murderous, racist culture, not past culture, Right. Uh, that and lynchings are, are and it's a tool to keep African Americans in a state of terror and re right. and enforce these this racial hierarchy that most Republicans would probably wish happened to this day. Uh, right. Especially when you think about how many people call police on. Anyway, look, we get it. This yes. is a fucking He's terrible so thing to do. Which is why. Again, a lot of people have been walking the line of like, this is what he's trying to do. 
But again, this is the focus is this because we knew Trump was racist. So this isn't right. anything new. But my goodness, to then see other people defend the language, I think is doubly fucking terrible. Yeah. And I do think that whether it's because he has the perfect personality disorder for our current media environment to like propel him to just dominate the news cycle or he knows what he's doing like when he can make something about you know word choice and stuff like uh you know just being racist uh that strengthens his support with his base right um so he i do think from that perspective whether he knows what he's doing or just that's how how he innately responds like that that seems to be like what's going on he he wants i think you put it perfectly miles is a racist smoke screen it's, yeah i mean it's yeah. and he always uses race like you know we've seen this pivot yeah whether it's you know in, intentional or subconscious or whatever he he knows what yeah. to do it's just it's you it's like a habit right right like you realize Oh yeah, this the way I behaving like this actually ends up working out for me. So just yeah. keep doing it. He also uh, in other panicky uh, temper tantrum news, he claimed he wants to sue CNN for not being nice enough to him, and also uh, that he's going to cancel the White House's subscription to the New York Times and the Washington Post. Right, because that's serious? how journalism yeah. works. Oh right. damn! So, R.I.P. Nice R. I. P. try, guys. R.I.P. R.I.P. Journalism. Right. Uh, I mean, we've been saying that for a while, though. But yeah. the other thing that's really in this bizarre letter, he got the dude who basically dismantled Gawker, like on behalf of Peter Thiel. Like that lawyer is the one sending this letter to CNN. Mm. So already we get it. You're Mr. Let me tear down like media outlets. Um, but like the the arguments and like he's like, you got to pay the president, man. Like this is just <laughs> fucked up. Like what you're doing. A, like pointing to like unethical journalistic practices uh, but nothing like really there. He also is using like Project Veritas, like gotcha video clips to try and be like, uh -huh. you see what's going on. This guy who's completely discredited as a journalist, like I'm using this to base these attacks on. Oh my um, God. And then said that they were violating the Lanham Act, which is about like deceiving uh, consumers like with your advertising. So hmm. I'm guessing that they're trying to say, he says, your actions are in violation of the Lanham Act, among other applicable laws, by constituting misrepresentations to the public, to your advertisers and others. Accordingly, my clients intend to file legal action against you to seek comp compensatory damages, treble damages, punitive damages, injunctive relief, reimbursement of legal costs, and all are available legal and uh, equitable remedies to the maximum extent permitted by law. So it's saying, I guess, because they're saying they're fair and balanced, and that's a lie that it's a fraud. Mm -hmm. What a loser. Why would this guy want to go down with like serving him in this way? It's he paid, crazy. Because he, he probably paid his retainer or whatever right. he had to do to, to bring him on. That's all it is at the end of the day, which is funny because most lawyers on like in the real world, like their takes on Twitter were like, dude, this isn't even a fucking like, who, yeah. what the fuck do they think this is? Right. And they're saying CNN should fucking be like, yeah, all right, fam, let's go to court. Right. And then just have this shit laughed out the fucking court. Right. But hey, this is I mean, it just shows you sort of like. Trump is probably asking anyone to do anything right. and everything they can to yeah. maybe either cause distractions, slow people up, trip up the media, whatever. I mean, I yeah, I can just picture him in court being like, objection, sustained, your honor. Objection, like, sustained, thank you. Right. <laughs> thank you. Uh, I hereby uh, declare <laughs> this court's kangaroo. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? It's, oh. yeah. And I think also, too, the logic is, 
I can't believe they're reporting this stuff. This is just, this is terrible. I can't believe they're telling anything I did that was bad. Right. Well, because it's all about labels, right? Like they, the Republicans will say, oh, this is a kangaroo court. It's a witch hunt, blah, 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 which is they're basically holding them accountable. So there's taking accountability and now making that some kind of tool of like a runaway, like minor party in the government. Yeah. And then, but then it's funny. You look at a lot of the things they try and paint like, uh, you know, any kind of bills or policies from the left is being like snowflakey or giveaways or communism. Meanwhile, the the criticisms of the right are like corrupt, racist, <laughs> genocidal. Right. And, you know, there's just such a disbalance of what's going on. But hey, look, I don't have faith that he'll get in trouble for anything ever. I think that's fair to, to, like to have little faith at this point. Well, we have a we have a problem with, you know, a base that he has on Fox News who could give a fuck what the law is. Yeah. Um, and and senators who are too shook to do anything because they want to stay in office. So yeah. it's a perfect storm of uh, letting somebody skate. But yeah. we'll see. You know, we just don't know. We just don't know yet. <laughs> um, I mean, we do know. We just don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, we just don't but know. we do know. I mean, yeah. I mean, Sadly, there's a pattern in the United States of wealth and race equals maybe you have a different legal system. You operate right. Under. So uh, since October 8th, you know, 538 tracks both uh, the president's approval rating and also support and opposition to impeachment, uh, both just like the opening of the impeachment inquiry and then also support for Trump being impeached and removed. And it's basically flattened out since October 8th. It's been pretty steady uh, between 49 and 50 overall support for impeachment uh, and 44 to 43 in opposition. And opposition is at currently at its low point. Um, and impeached and removed is actually trending up in support and down in opposition. So yeah, seems like... I know in- in swing states, though, it's a little bit different, right? There's, they right. still haven't crossed over to that majority yet. Yeah. And I can tell, I think that's what's going on. That's why Nancy Pelosi's putting out fact sheets of being like, this is all the way as the president lied. Like trying to fucking, you know, schoolhouse rock the fucking base into being like, you see what's happening, guys? You probably don't give a fuck. But right. at least swing voters that chance because I know that's. You know, when you really look at what that election comes down to, yeah. it's like eight states. I mean, that's the question. Is it over in terms of like, I mean, they've admitted to the thing that they're basically, that we're investigating, that we're seeing the media and Congress investigate. They've been like, yeah, we did that. Fuck mm-hmm. off, basically. So is it possible for this to go anywhere but just kind of hang where it is in terms of people supporting impeachment? I mean, I mean, what are the people who st- still disapprove of impeachment? Like, what what are they? What would they possibly be waiting for? I think there may be people who are right leaning independents who probably don't want like impeachment to go through because of partisan reasons, but might be reasonable enough to be like, just show me like the really bad shit, and maybe you can convince me. Like, if it's that bad, yeah. But you know, you never know with these people. You never know. All right, guys, let's check in with the 2020 Democratic primary. Uh, And the question is being asked all over this country. Mm -hmm. What are rich, centrist Democrats to do? Uh, People are starting (sighs) to wonder if this field is all the Democrats have to offer. Quite literally, people are asking that. Like, so are these the candidates? Right. 
because I don't like any of them. Yeah, people are starting to act, like after the last debate because Biden performed poorly. Uh, people are starting to ask, you know, is 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 it, is, is, is it, it going to be Elizabeth Warren or Bernie? Right. They that so the articles about this are are basically ignoring the fact that yeah, all the energy and money, like small donations, are on the left and. The people who are asking, is this it, are people who just can't stomach peop- like the energy and the candidates being the, to the taxes. Left. Right. That, yeah. you know, that's what it is. Right. Let's be real. It's Joe Biden who told Wall Street people, like, hey, nothing's going to change with me, baby. Right. We're good. <laughs> and then you have Warren and Sanders who are like, oh, these are the problem. These people are the problem. Right. And yeah, I think that's that's where you're seeing like a lot of donors like really holding back and be like, oh, God, like maybe, uh, Will Hillary come back? They really, that's being asked. Will Hillary come back? That shows you how she seems way too open to it. She's like, (laughs) "Uh, you know. Uh, So I don't know how open she, I mean, she's, I think she likes fanning the flames. My goodness, she came back, yo. Mrs. Clinton and uh, Mr. Bloomberg have both, this is a quote from a New York Times article, have both told people privately in recent weeks that if they thought they could win, they would consider entering the primary but that they were skeptical there would be an opening, according to Democrats who have spoken with them. So they're like, oh, oh you, could, you don't think I could really win, do you? Yeah. Meanwhile, being like, come on, give it to me. Yeah. Tell me I could win. <laughs> well, I guess Bloomberg would have to be the billionaire, billion, billionaire save, superhero for them. Right. To be like, come up, come aboard. Put your money upon my back. Yeah. And we will fly away to safety. Yeah. If he enters, then... He's basically reelecting Trump, right? Because Trump's base isn't going anywhere. Um, I mean, if oh god, I, if the fucking DNC tried to put Bloomberg as a candidate, we should be fucking knocking yeah. on Tom Perez's door, right? And being like, "Are y'all for real over here?" Right. But I, I don't know. I don't. I, I find it really hard to believe that there'd be a way to do it. But hey, you know, I have a feeling like they would rather pump up Mayor Pete, right? Because Mayor Pete is already in it. He has a little bit of momentum. Then yeah. to just fully insert some billionaire in there. Does he really have momentum? I feel like. Yeah. God, I, have, I haven't felt like that at all. He's yeah. been growing slowly. Yeah, I mean, like in Iowa, he's he's yeah, definitely getting Iowa some Iowa momentum. Yeah. Uh, the latest poll has him uh, at 13%. He surged ahead of Bernie, uh, who's at 9% in the latest Iowa poll. Uh, Warren, 17%, Biden, 18%. I mean, that's just Iowa, but Iowa is basically controls the media narrative. Like people who are like really into the horse race uh, coverage of it all are, you know. Yeah. Iowa becomes a big story. And so they're like, well, we're going to overreact to Iowa. So we have to pay a ton of attention to it now. Um, But- Meanwhile, Bernie had uh, the largest campaign rally of any candidate in 2019. Uh, I think it was bigger than any of Trump's rallies. It was 26,000 people, I think, in Queens, where AOC appeared, announced she was also feeling the burn, kind of bringing an end to the uh, just a bunch of white guys thing, uh, or not bringing an end to it, but at least contradicting it. And the way the media covered it, Again, seemed to be 
all about him sort of failing to recover from his heart attack. It was kind of a weird yeah. under coverage of it. And we've actually had some Warner supporters complaining that we're not lumping her in or like saying that her coverage also should be considered as like being underrepresented. And I actually don't, I don't know. I'm curious for you guys' take. I don't feel like there's like a qualitative difference between Warren's coverage and the rest of the candidates. Like I think when she has good news, they're willing to cover it. Yeah. I mean, I think you can just think about it like this. If you could distill down most coverage of Bernie Sanders is he's old. Yeah. And he had a heart attack. Yeah. If it's Elizabeth Warren, it's she's got a plan for that. Right. And yeah, I think yeah. that already shows you the attitude towards their two campaigns. It's like, here's this person who has plan after plan after plan. This other person will will we can talk about. Yeah. Uh, but we won't necessarily constantly illuminate like what those policies are. Yeah. And I don't I'm not saying this is necessarily a good or a bad thing. I think the same was true of Trump's campaign in 2016. They like underrated his ability to motivate people who, you know, they weren't paying attention to essentially who who didn't share their values and their kind of whole like they didn't exist in the same world as them, so they just underrated them. And I, I do think, like when you look at the uh, professions of people who are donating to Bernie Sanders, it's more blue collar people. And I think it's just the same bias that gave like the New York Times and the Washington Post the ability to be like, eh, it's ninety nine percent Hillary's going to win. It's a slam dunk, and then totally like miss that that wasn't actually the case. I it's, think. Like, it's like who do you hang out with? Ninety nine percent Hillary supporters. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I just do see a qualitative difference between how Sanders news tends to be covered and uh, the rest of the candidates. And I, I do think there's a huge bias against Warren when it comes to billionaires. <laughs> like they're oh, fucking terrified and they're going to, you know, weigh in with their uh, opinions in other ways behind the scenes. Mark Zuckerberg is scared shitless of her. Um, but yeah, cause she wants to kick, kick down a sandcastle. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, uh, all right, let's take another quick break and we'll be right back with non-politics shit. And we're back. And Miles, we've mm. got some news from the Journal of Health Economics. Yes, it's basically that real goons don't have allergies. Right. If you're a goon doing crimes... You don't have out. Well, look, look, this is the bottom line. They've basically found a uh, evidence that crime is sensitive to health shocks more so that uh, like when there was a high pollen count in the air, that violent crime in large U.S. cities dropped by four percent. Right. Wow. So they're saying likely due to the impact like seasonal allergies. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, nah, man, I can't. My fucking eyes, man. Yeah. I'm not gonna fucking, I don't know if I got a cold or what. I'm not going to fucking rob this liquor store. Are they right going to do like pollen drops now to like yeah, <laughs> to control everyone? Yeah. 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 I mean, if someone with seasonal, seasonal allergies, I get it. That's I, me. Oh, my God. I have so many allergies. It's humiliating. And you don't do. And look. And look at you. You haven't done I a crime. I know. My God. I, I don't do any crimes. God. Wait. What do you think contrails are? That's pollen. Right. Oh, shit. Yeah. They're using to control us. Right, right. Go um, on. Go hey, on. we haven't heard that in a while. <laughs> uh, 
Because well. you were doing so well, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. The, this next story, let's just... <laughs> voice pass that. Just a fact. Just okay. a fact. It's the contrails. Yeah. Uh, this next story, I'm hoping uh, my wife isn't listening to this one because uh, I have the perfect mood-setting plan for my Valentine's Day. There is uh, brought to our attention by Zach Van Nuss, a... Uh, Mountain Dew candle. Um, that it, it comes in a Mountain Dew can. Smells like Mountain Dew. Smells like Mountain Dew. Yeah, bro. Like what? Like glorious, delicious Mountain Dew. What do you mean? Like caffeine sweat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna maybe scatter some hot sauce packets from Taco Bell on the floor, like rose petals. And, oh hell yeah. Yeah, you know, do it upright. Whoever buys that candle, that man doesn't have a bed frame. I am. Right. Oh my god, that man has one set of sheets and one towel. Definitely one towel. One towel, one set of sheets, one pillow. Oh my god. Yep. Oh, where are my goons at? <laughs> the one towel, one towel gang. We've all been there. Oh man, that's awesome. That's that's my favorite realization you have as a man when you're like. Oh my god! Oh yeah, like I should have more than one towel. Yeah. When any one of my guy friends like gets broken up with or something, and they're like, "I want to change my life," I'm like, "All right, multiple pillows, multiple sets of matching towels, multiple sets of sheets, multiple sets water of sheets for is big. water for them. A towel is not a oh blanket. Oh my god! Or oh, a pillow. Jesus a Christ! Towel is not a blanket. Yo, where my towel blanket, people? <laughs> oh man. Ah, uh, well. Yeah. Know, Somebody tough. tweeted recently the, uh, something about like how guys don't wash their sheets more than like every few months. And I was like, damn, I really did do that. For Yo, I'm not joking. In college? Yeah. Ugh. So sorry to anybody. I know, man. I really to get into bad. that bed. Yeah. I understand that uh, it's hot in the valley. Yeah. I, you sweat oh a lot. Oh, my God. I I seriously don't like any of my boyfriends. I don't think they, like, wash their sheets before. Ugh. Yeah. Do you know, did you, in high school, like, have gym class, and you had that one shirt you wore for gym, but you just threw it in your locker? Yeah, kept and kept going. Never, and you kept putting mileage on that motherfucker? Right. Yeah. That's what my sheets were like. Men yeah. are truly sick. Yeah. I mean, you guys need no, that. No, it took, it, took <laughs> it took a thorough dressing down from somebody to be like, you cannot live like this. Yeah. I refuse to be near this. Like I, you presented yourself one way in public, and then what is this? <laughs> I right. remember the PE teachers being like, "Look, you guys need to bring deodorant to class. Like it's important. You guys are changing." And I wanted to be like, "No, tell these fools to wash their fucking the shirts, shirts, bitch." Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm dying in here. Yeah. Oh. I can't play four square with these motherfuckers. <laughs> four Jesus Christ! They're trying to like x me out with their fucking disgusting Man, ass. My Shirts. My junior high gym locker room, right. fam, nobody washed their shirts. <laughs> and them shits were like fucking I didn't. paper mache. Yeah. yeah. Fucking but did you ever use a aerosol Febreze. deodorant? Nah. Well, some people did. I, On the shirts? You just spray? No, oh, we weren't okay. fancy. <laughs> the most we did was just wring out the sweat and treat that like it was uh, a cleaning job. Yeah, paper mache, they just stand up on their own. Oh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. my God. Yeah. It's more armor than anything. Thank Not you. right. Yeah. By the way, I, I I was just, as you were talking about uh not being able to play foursquare i'm picturing zeitgeist babies like a muppet babies spinoff with right. the three of us as children oh playing you know, foursquare play, wow. <laughs> we'll just tell uh never mind Dude, i turned into jordan fun. i was oh my god anyone tried to fuck with me i just throw him an elbow I mean, I mean yeah they're down on the, the ground <laughs> is foursquare the gateway drug to volleyball 
Um, I'm not maybe. sure. I basically might be. it's right. really confusing because I did excel at all the contact sports before uh -huh. I inevitably chose to do that one. Oh man, Are you, well, you can't to fuck do... somebody up in volleyball. I yeah. got a lot of red cards and stuff hey. in high school. I'm a completely different person now. On the Are you allowed pitch? to do popcorn in volleyball? In collegiate volleyball? What does popcorn the mean? Popcorn where you you like hit the in four square popcorn rule. Oh yeah. no. Oh yeah. Is that yeah. D one rules? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Little known fact, there is a loophole in I D one. <laughs> I, I forgot about ultimate four square rules right then when you or asked handball. Me that. Remember you do handball? Yeah, handball. Yo, I would hit somebody with the rainbow. Yeah, that took slicey, a lot of. Bro. Rest in peace to your whole family, man. <laughs> Fucking out of here. You really needed lateral movement talent. Oh yeah, and do it at the last yeah, second. Yeah, You'd yeah. be like, oh, I'm gonna hit it. Fucking rainbow, motherfucker. Come get this shit. Pick up your fucking shattered ego at the edge of the fucking park, sir. <laughs> Uh, all right, guys, let's talk about um, the, this haunted house in Centerville, Maryland. It's one of many communities across the country that are being affected by the opioid crisis. And they're deciding to combine uh, that crisis with their Halloween festivities <laughs> oh, by oh, doing no. <laughs> a uh, drug den haunted house. Uh, it, it includes so a drug den, a frightening arrest, a court hearing, a jail cell, a wrenching family crisis, a harrowing overdose. They're even bringing real prisoners who are what? In, who are encouraged to interact with the visitors. Oh, Wait, hold on, hold what on. What incredible escapism! Yeah, right. oh Wait, my there god. There are inmates who they're being like, "Hey, and who wants to volunteer for the haunted house?" Real <laughs> yeah. Quick. yeah, all right, all right, yeah, yeah. Come, come with me. You know this Don't devastating crisis people, you guys are facing. How about you just um, go use your face for a fun Halloween scare? Right. They now this sounds like one of those uh, ideas that would be like one person brings up and people are like maybe for 15 minutes. But this actually has a decade, like a multi-decades history because this town gained notoriety in '89 for their haunted crack house, uh, oh which was God. housed in an old jail cell. Uh, this one's called Haunted Trap House. Uh, they're like, so we exploit like our dying people. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, they're <laughs> calling this one old holiday. Haunted Trap House? Yeah. This year? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. The opioid one oh. is Haunted Trap House. Well, at least uh, maybe the, the name change will bring in more Gen Z kids. Yeah. Oh, my God. They're like, oh, hell yeah, trap. Um, but yeah, so the crack house one back in 8990 uh, had a narrative about a girl named Liz who led you through various scenes uh, of her life uh, to a teenage drug party and then to jail and eventually the Morgan funeral home, uh, at which point kids were invited to have cider and cookies in the treat room. That's Damn. it. Sounds like the plot of you. And then at the end, they're like, they're like, what do we tell you about accepting shit from strangers? <laughs> right, Y'all right. all failed. That was poison. Uh, but it, wa it was poison. tied to Dare. Uh, oh, it was course. tied to Dare? Yeah, of course. God, Dare worked on my ass when it I was. Did? Yeah, because like, I got. We were both like, it did? <laughs> well, no, no. I mean, not. Well, not weed, like long term. Weed doesn't count. But um, besides that. Oh, um, no, because when they taught it to you, it was like this scary ass man with a trench coat. And then there was all his trench coat opened up to pockets, like. Um, with all the weird with drugs. With every drug in it. And I was like, he's so scary. Like, if anyone comes at me with a trench coat, you can guess what I'm saying. And that's no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think our dare officer, this dude, his name, he had the dumbest vanity license plate and he gave <laughs> us a challenge to fucking figure out what his vanity license plate meant. To this day, I still remember it was P R N 
C H A S. C H A S. And he's like, whoever can guess my vanity plate, I'll give you guys a, a little prize at the end of the, the D.A.R.E. program. Parent Christ? It? I don't know. That's what you think? I don't know. I was like, what the fuck is it? He's like, you get a pass to It the- was Prince Charles. Ah! And oh I was so God. pissed off. I'm like, how? Yeah. It says Pern Chass, no R's, no L. This right. looked like porn chase, if anything. Yeah. And fuck that. That's why I started smoking weed. Yeah. Because I was like, this is just fucking just stupid. Him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll show you. Also, he had incons- this box. Your car inconsistencies. I'm going to light yeah. up a fat blow, fuck bitch. This. Yeah. Like, that, that just negated everything you say is moot. Now I'm doing PCP and I will throw a dumpster at a cop car. Like you said, that's a lie, though. They have um, found that Dare actually, like this, this approach generally doesn't help and can sometimes be seen to statistically uh, have a negative impact on drug use. Well, the, also too, uh, I, so your officer had a did a trench coat bit. No, to no, the it was um, the There's pamphlets. The pamphlets. Oh, got it, got it. The oh, cops right. came, and I remember one of the cops saying, <laughs> "If anyone asks you to do drugs, you say my mom doesn't want me to." And they're like, you know, a lot of like. Um, people in gangs, when they say that excuse, then people uphold it and they think that's a good. I'm like, if someone asked me and I said, my mom, my mom doesn't said no, <laughs> yeah. the shit out you. I was what like, I was like you... so, no, that was my first moment where I was like, I think I'm being led astray because that's yeah. truly the worst yeah. response. That's exactly why they say Dare doesn't work because kids it's are not smarter to... than that. Yeah, like, and they're it... just like, yo, this is. Bullshit. They're not giving the tools to interact with other people your age. Yeah. Not like for me as a police officer, this is what I would say. It's There's like footage a- of uh, on YouTube from a 1990 haunted crack house in Avalon because it started like a trend. Oh Apparently it was like this big media. I can't event. believe this is real. That's freaking yeah. insane. Uh, and at one point you see a cop hauling a teenager into jail because he, quote, killed his best friend for some marijuana. Oh, uh, my gosh. It'd so. be young. Right. Jeez, that is fucking brutal. I'm guessing, like, because the one that started um, in this one is from the Canard African American Cultural Heritage Center. Like, it seems like they're they're starting from a good place, like truly trying to provide a service, and then other people are like, oh yeah, this is a good idea, yeah, and then have a completely tone deaf one that's even worse. I mean, look. Uh. No, they're like, let's get all our people from the hospital and then sell tickets. Right. <laughs> right. They, yeah, it's, they, they actually have these things in the South that are called like hell houses where it's just people basically reenacting sin to like scare you away from it. Um, Really? Yeah. Oh my God. Cool. Yeah. Well, it's just like stuff like truly like, like, and this is, these are two men holding hands. Oh God. Did you guys have the thing with like drunk driving where they like had the mangled ass car and shit? Mangled car. And they, they were like. Come out to the... Uh, Hurry, <laughs> your friend got in a car accident on the football field. Yes. Really? Yeah. How'd they get the car there? Because we off to park on the other side of school. And I was like, honestly... They're dead. Did they do that? Yeah, and then we Pretend. laughed. Yeah. No, actually, wait, I don't even think we had that. I think our school just gave up on us. Yeah. And I was like, Ashley would have never been wearing that pink tool Jessica McClintock dress to prom. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. She would have not been caught dead, dead in that dress. A prom dress from Delia's? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Right. <laughs> no, Jessica McClintock was cool as hell. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. 
the coolest. Is that a brand or a person who was dead in the car? <laughs> no, Jessica McClintock was like a um, cool. It was like a dress brand. Oh, got it. Got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That'd have been cool if Jessica McClintock was like, dude, they got Jessica McClintock. She's in that mangled car. Yeah, no, yeah. that does sound like a dead um, schoolgirl. It's weird. I don't know. I mean, I guess it, I think the the times I learned the most is when other people my age in real life fucked up. Yeah. And I saw that shit. And I'm of like, course. oh my God, dude. That, like, you know, your friend will flip a car or something like, oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. And like, oh, he was driving on Molly. I don't yeah. think you okay. should, like, okay, maybe I'm a prude-ass bitch in, in case there's any high schoolers listening to this. P-A-B. Do you have a high school? Huge high school okay, well, base. They do this to get in touch with people builder, should cause... try, like, hard drugs till they're, like, 25. And then yeah, they sure. can decide if they want. Yeah, I think that's... Well, also, too, like, psychedelics, you overdose, like, taking too many psychedelics, like, trip is too intense. When you're, you don't even know who the fuck you are. Ooh, yeah. boy, when I thought I was cool on mushrooms, I'd have worse trips in my fucking life. Really? Because yeah. I'd be like... I'm not respecting my mom enough. Like, because <laughs> you're like, you're like right. 16 and shit. Yeah. Oh my god. And they're like, man, I'm fucking taking her for granted, man. Yeah. My dad left, and they're like, you know, she's doing a lot right now. Yeah, I'm teenage like, boys, you're too shitty to take psychedelic dude, drugs. Yeah. Because start you going will have some realizations yeah. about yourself. And then I remember right after, I was like, no, nah, I gotta do right. Yeah. It's actually kind of cool yeah. in that sense. You know what? Me, I always feel like when I'm on mushrooms. <laughs> Like laughing, like no. That? I'm just like, oh my god, I love everyone. My skin is vibrating. It feels yeah. so good. My body feels like a waterfall. Yeah. Well, now because you're sort of a fully actualized human. Yeah. Yeah. Versus a chaos-brained. No, team. mushrooms are great as an adult. Just not so great when you're. Not just kidding. I don't do mushrooms that formed. much. Whatever. Yeah, you're a D1 athlete. Look, tell all the youth who are <laughs> listening right now. I love water and vegetables. That's so tight. <laughs> Hell so yeah. tight. Uh, let's talk about Netflix, uh, because the race for the dumbest Christmas movie is on. Yeah. I mean. And we, I will watch all of thank them. Thank you. That's, are you, your, your team Christmas movies? Yeah. I mean, look, I don't think, I don't wait, I don't lie and wait for them, but then they pop up and I'm, I'm here. like, here we are again. And I'll finish the whole fucking thing. Vanessa Hutchins, 50 of them yeah. every year. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, look, another reason to lay down for 90 minutes. <laughs> Go on. Right. Um, the whole, so. We talked about some of the Hallmark movies they were already kicking off. Uh, they are basically from October 26th. They are doing like, or no, from October 25th, the Miracle of Christmas programming they're going to do. So get ready to start your shit. This very is Hallmark early. Channel? or This is Hallmark. So okay. this is kind of like the backdrop, right? Because they have a ton of their films and things like right. that. Um, now, Netflix is like, <laughs> we too know how to make terrible Christmas films. <laughs> and they have, right. I mean, in the past, like the Christmas prints or whatever, all those have been quite interesting. Um, but some of these are really out there. The uh, Christmas Prince, I believe this is the third installment yeah. of the franchise. Um, a Christmas You're Prince, correct. Yes, The Royal <laughs> Baby. Um, and remember how the first one was like Aldovia? We're like, what the yeah, fuck yeah. is this? Whatever, I don't give a fuck. And like somehow like all the people in like the like parliament were like Asian. I remember those. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is going on? This doesn't make any sense. Anyway. She's like, I switch bodies with a commoner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, no, that's the one with Vanessa Hudgens. Oh, sorry. Come on, get, get them straight. I'm for sorry. A second. I think Come they on, all Saki. Have, I thought they all have Vanessa. They all have Hudgens. Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> um, so in this one, it's Christmas time in Aldovia, and a royal baby is on the way. Queen Amber, still the same, and King Richard are getting ready to take some time off to prepare for their first child's arrival. But they first have to host King Tai and Queen Ming <laughs> of Penglia. To renew a 600-year-old sacred truce, but when the priceless treaty goes missing, peace is jeopardized and an ancient curse looms. 
Dang. I'm already bracing myself for some real off-color characterization, <laughs> mischaracterizations of Asian culture. Yeah. I mean, when you say Queen Ming, yeah, I'm, we'll see. I'm worried. Yeah. Uh, the next other one, the night K N I G H T. Yeah. Before Christmas. Oh, okay. After a magical sorceress uh, transports medieval knight Sir Cole to present-day Ohio during the holiday season, he befriends Brooke. Vanessa Hudgens, uh, a clever and kind science teacher who's been disillusioned by love. Brooke helps Sir Cole navigate the modern world and helps him discover how to fulfill his mysterious one true quest, the mm. only act that will return him home. Now, this literally is the same concept of a French comedy called Le Visiteur with uh, Jean Renault. Yes. It's about these French knights who go f into the future, okay, into Miles. the early 90s. Oh. Well, I love this movie. It's so funny to me because it's just like... It's this so, is actually the exact same plot of the French film the French that film. I once knew <laughs> when I studied the entire French catalog back uh, in yes. my day. As we call it, cinema. <laughs> um, but it's like the movie is actually really hilarious. It's like a mismatch of people who are so scared of technology. Like they don't trust cars. They're hitting everything with their swords. I don't know if this is going to be the same thing. Right. But I, can I bet see he how calls her milady at one point. Oh, That'll be yeah. so funny. Oh, hell that's yeah. not what people call women anymore. And she will have at some point, as in all the movies, a makeover transformation. Of him. <laughs> of her. No, but of her. Oh, <laughs> even though, yeah, he's like, you're from fucking three centuries ago, but I need to get my shit together <laughs> and look good for you. Um, and then there is a fucking three camera sitcom that is that Netflix is putting out. A fucking full on sitcom. There's also cartoons and other shit. But this, three, okay, so this is with Dennis Quaid, okay? And Ashley Tisdale. Recently engaged to a 14-year-old. Congrats, Dennis. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, let's be fair. 26 <laughs> right. years old. And what is he, 65? Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, and anyway, it says, so in this one, it's him, uh, Ashley Tisdale, and Bridget Mendler, um, and more in their comedy series, Merry, Happy, Whatever. And only, oh, sorry, blah, blah, blah. Quaid stars as Don Quinn in Merry, Happy, Whatever, a strong-willed patriarch doing his best to balance the stress of the holidays with the demands of his eclectic family. So that means one person is gay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that, that's euphemistic. Wait. Is eclectic this, family. Is the title a play on, like, you can't say Happy Holidays it has or to be. Merry Christmas? Eclectic, so there's a person who's saying, like, Oh, why is Christianity like this dominant culture yeah. and like blah 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 when there's so many on holidays? Uh, one, yeah, and he's gonna be like, God, I just remember when you say Merry Christmas. What the fuck is war on Christmas? Hey, I'm gonna kiss this kid. <laughs> That's yeah. what everyone Dennis in Orange County Quaid always stars does. as Don Quinn. I love when they like keep the initials the same. Right. Well, you like, know, I only play DQs. Yeah, doing Dairy Queen next. <laughs> um, and then, but also other. Uh, channels or streaming services getting in, in on this whole thing too, but they're doing it in a little more of a prestige sort of right. aspect. So Apple TV, they're doing, uh, apparently they put a lot of money down for a Christmas Carol starring Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds. Damn. I'll be first in line on my streaming app. Mm. Oh, you got Apple TV Plus? No. Are you going to get it? I don't know. I might. To steal right. someone's login? Yeah. I mean, that's how we do it. Yeah. And then Disney Plus has one called Noel starring Anna Kendrick and Bill Hader. See, that mm -hmm. one might actually be funny. 
Yeah. Whoa. But also, I don't need my Christmas movies to be good. The whole right. point is to be literally brain numbing agents. Right. My mom's been training me with those Hallmark movies for years. Right. Like, I, I'm like, I'm not fucking ready for these plotless, like, wild shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. ready, dude. Just look, I get it. Someone from the city has to move to a slower <laughs> pace and figure out what Christmas means. And I'm, they have to slow down and remember what's important. Yeah, it's not about money, money, money and the hustle and bustle <laughs> of the city. Sometimes it's about making connections with your family. Yeah, it's not about cachet. It's not about outward um, professional success it's not about your looks mm -hmm. it's about old disenfranchised family that you forgot about exactly right. and fucking a ghost <laughs> to remember what christmas is about who fucks a there's ghost? one where a woman is like in the house and there's a ghost who she like falls in love with huh it's a little whatever look teach their own look what's you your favorite fuck a ghost garbage get... christmas movie oh man like a christmas kiss not... okay oh mainstream i don't bad know. santa bad santa that's not garbage no, I mean, no, you said mainstream, not like a Hallmark film, right? Right, right, okay. Yeah, like, I like, to me, Hall. honestly, I like the trash shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because even those movies, like, I get everyone likes fucking, what's that other one? Love Actually, shit like that. I'm not really Everyone that. does not love that. A lot of people do. Yes. Her Majesty loves that shit. No, but people it loved it and then turned against it because it got too loved. Right. You know, like Anne Hathaway. Well, and then you start, right. And then you start picking it apart and you're like, is this kind of a weird, whatever, who cares? Do not compare Anne Hathaway to Love Actually. What's your, she what is, is the queen. perfect rom-com? What did you say? Is Notting Hill? Is that the one you said? Yeah, I like Notting Hill. That's the one you always say. Because I knew you like some Brit rom-com. Julia Roberts, she really does it. She's I haven't a good seen that movie in girl. like 15 years. So I, I should probably stop citing it as my perfect rom-com. Um, what about that movie, Nine Months? I loved that one with Hugh Grant. Damn. Can't imagine how how that fucking tracks now. But <laughs> I love like in the time that Hugh Grant was like popping off on just in every rom com, but he was like got in trouble for hookers. But they right. were like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're like keep. <laughs> but imagine how bashful he was like when he got caught. He was like, oh, oh sorry, oh, you caught me. Hello, excuse me. Um, <laughs> caught me with my pants down, literally. <laughs> how much would it be for a bit of half and half? <laughs> oh, oh dear. Uh, oh shit. dear, Blair! It's been a pleasure having oh my you as God. always. I love to be back with my pals. Where that can people find you? Mute. They can <laughs> feelings mute. You guys can find me if you care at Blair Saki, B L A I R S O C C I. I also have a weekly show in Hollywood stand up called The Blair and Greta Show every Tuesday 8 p.m. at Genghis Cohen. Awesome. And that's with Greta Titleman. Yes, my little Greta. One of the greats. Uh, is there a tweet you've been enjoying? Oh, yeah. It was um, a Sean O'Connor tweet. And um, in regards to Dennis Quaid and his child bride, um, he said, uh, he quoted the, the article and he said, a 39-year-old Dennis Quaid sits outside a hospital's nursery. He's approached by a new father. Which one is yours? Dennis points at an adorable newborn. In 26 years, that one. Oh, oh God. Siren Sinji. Damn. Yeah. yeah. She was two when Parent Trap came out. Spicy cultural commentary. Spice. <laughs> uh, Miles, where can people find you? Find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. What's a tweet you've been enjoying? Few at Lofters. L A H F T R S says, "I hate Quiet Six. Tell me you're gonna kill me or something." Damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, another one. Gonzalo Cordova at Gonzalo RC says, um, 
30-year-old TV writer. My show is a neon-colored teen drama about a group of polyamorous high schoolers obsessed with sexting and sending nudes who must solve a murder after their best friend dies at a sex party. Actual teen is a virgin that watches The Office. <laughs> um, and another one is from Mike at Mike Michael Callaman. It says, worker quits. Workers, are you going to replace them? That position was important. Company, LOL, no. Workers, is anyone going to get a raise for picking up their work? Company, no. <laughs> More workers quit. Company, <laughs> damn, everyone's leaving. That's nuts. <laughs> this is how it be, man. Right. That is... That is Damn, everyone's they... leaving. What, what's going on, huh? I don't know. Everyone, what the fuck, right? Uh, there is a video of James Harden and Russell Westbrook in the front row <laughs> at the uh, at the Astros game, and they both flinch when a pitch comes. Uh, and somebody tweeted, "They definitely high as hell." And yeah, what even was it a foul tip or something? Because in the video they zoom in, or was it purely just a strike? I think they... it was just a strike. And they're the because I mean you see everybody behind them and nobody else is reacting. Or are you doing that thing where you lean because you're trying to be like the person at bat? Right. I don't know. Look, I'm just trying yeah. to be like. Oh, man, but maybe if they are it's high. Funny. It's funny. It's like in sequence too. Yeah, they're both like ooh. And then uh, Jesse McLaren tweeted, men talking to female coworker before me too. You look so pretty. Men talking to female coworker after me too. You look so pretty, but I guess I'm not allowed to say <laughs> that anymore. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's hilarious. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at the Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we ride out on. Miles, what's that going to be? This is from an artist called Brad Stank, and it's called Pondweed. Um, and this is very laid back, you know? It's just, you know how it is. It's a vibe. Mm. It's a vibration. It's a chill sesh. This is something, just to loosen your neck up. We're not going full on, fully on heading your neck, chin to chest head nod, but it's a little something just to get your neck loose for mm. the week. All right. I know it's humping. Well, we are going to ride out on that. We will be back tomorrow because it is a daily podcast, and we'll talk to you then. Bye. Always smoking on that. Smoking on that fucking pond with you. With you.